We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cosmic being. We found out that I was actually getting a two inch by two inch brand with a cover as a man. We no longer under the laws of Moses. The world that we can cut with violence and the violence shall take it by force. Coffee. And cults. <sighs> Hi, John. Hi, Sam. Hi, listeners. And welcome to Coffee and Cults, where once a month we meet, drink coffee and talk cults, sects and fringe religious movements from around the world. Please be aware this podcast may not be suitable for all listeners as it will contain strong language for sure this week. Um, I do also have some other content warnings for you, uh, which include, uh, well, it wouldn't be Halloween without, oh no, uh, so we've got warnings for uh, child sex abuse and for rape. I will make sure to do another warning when those things are coming up uh, so that you can just skip forward a few moments. Welcome to our Halloween special listeners. We're taking a little break out of the world of the Branch Davidians to bring you something spooky. Spooky. Uh, In years previous, we have... Uh, done episodes on uh, vampiric sects satanic sects yeah um and i looked for some more this year and uh i couldn't find anything spooky so what could possibly be spookier I, I don't know. what could be spookier than a vampire or a satan how about an egyptologist pedophile Ooh. <laughs> 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 Truly, that is the spookiest thing yep. I can imagine. You've also strangely guessed my costume for this year. Yeah. <laughs> Although John is, uh, I posted a picture on our Instagram of us about to record this. John's oh, wearing a you? lovely new shirt today. Which, yeah, I've, uh, gone for, um, I've gone for something autumnal, Yeah, but also a little bit gay. It's really um, nice. Uh, if anybody uh, wants to imagine it, I've basically entered my uh, sixth doctor phase for, oh. for any fans of, uh, of that program. What a niche reference. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to elaborate any further. Um, but we've got our spook on uh, here, listeners, as we always do for Halloween. Uh, there are lit up pumpkins and candles. Um, there is spooky gin. I don't know what's spooky about it. Spooky gin and those um, goo heads. Which Yeah, are, oh, we've got goo heads. Oh. And we've got a spooky doggo with us. He's just brought me a little toy. There we go. That's actually a um, Day of the Dead toy that he's been chewing all week. It's certainly dead. He's brought to you. Um, So you might hear some spooky footsteps in the background or some spooky chewing noise, and that is just my uh, my little puppy. Uh, yeah he's not so little anymore who if um, if you wanted an update from last time when we explained that he was still very much intact oh he is no yeah longer. he's a bit lighter now yeah which is the spookiest thing to happen to him recently <laughs> he went to sleep and when he woke up he was less of a man bless him oh no but this means i've been able to come into the house and not be humped yeah by anybody hump, hump free. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sam <laughs> Thank you very much if you've got in touch with us in the last month. We've had some lovely messages about our Waco series. Really glad that you're enjoying it. Um, And we've had some great dog pictures too. Please keep them coming because they just make us happy. Yeah, we really appreciate all of that. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can do that by emailing us at coffeeandcults at gmail.com or finding us on any of the social medias. Um, Spooky hellscapes that they increasingly are. Oh, yeah. Um, Avoid the spook and send us a nice message and we'll send you a nice message. Uh, as well so today john yeah i'm going to be talking to you all about the nuwabian nation of moor 
Ooh, of more. More, as in uh, a, a more, as in like Othello might be oh, a okay. more. Yeah? <laughs> Not of just like Oliver, I want. Uh, please, sir, can I have some more? Uh, oh, that makes that scene very different. If yeah. a different spelling. Oh, imagine if that's what you brought out in a bowl. No. Horrible. Uh, so we are going to be touching on some uh, ufology. We've got Egyptology. We've got a compound. We've got child sex trafficking. And we've got black supremacy. Wow. Okay. Right. What, what a mix for Halloween. Exactly. So uh, let us cast our minds back. We are in the USA. We are in 1935 or 1945 because the leader of this group, Dwight York, not the footballer, was born <laughs> oh, let's do an episode about why you the footballer uh, what i mean we could we could try is he a religious person he, he must have followers sure yeah Fan, fans anyway uh, so it is reported that dwight york was born in either of those years Ooh, um, okay and he ha- he was later on in life uh, prosecuted for applying for a passport with a fake birth certificate ah, so he was okay. either born in 1935 or 1945 do you think if it's two false dates that it must be the older one because if you were going to make a fake passport for yourself wouldn't you make yourself younger so that you can still get that sweet student rail card that's what i oh, do oh yeah Unless you wanted to uh, drink alcohol in America or something and you needed to age yourself oh, yeah, up a little okay. bit. But then that would, that would be a pretty weird looking 11 year old. <laughs> anyway. anyway. Uh, uh, Dwight York was born in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. He also claims to have been born in New Jersey, New York, Baltimore, Ghana or Sudan. Mum was just on a little tuk-tuk doing a really long pregnancy <laughs> around all of... Sometimes that happens, Sam. Yeah, or really long labour that just had lots of layovers. I don't know. <laughs> um, and because we also love a bonus name, I've got a list of bonus Ooh, names. I think great. there'll probably be some more dropped in throughout as well. Oh, yeah, there are. So he is also known as Malachi Z. York. Ooh, that's good. Issa Al-Hadi Al-Mahdi. Cool. The Supreme Grandmaster, Dr. Malachi Z. York. <laughs> Naya, oh no, uh, Malchizedek, Mal, wait, someone sent us a shitty message about this, Malchizedek, maybe, I don't know, whoever sure. you are, Soz. Uh, uh, Naya Malchizedek L and Chief Thunderbird Black Eagle. Oh, that's the best one. Chief sure. Thunderbird. I think it was Thunderbird. Chief Thunderbird. Definitely Chief Black Eagle. Um. I think Thunderbirds, other than being an excellent uh, puppet series yeah. from years gone by, is like a First Nations concept, isn't it? So I can imagine yeah. that that's, I think they are mythic creatures or yeah. spirit creatures in that tradition. That's a cool name, though. I'd like a name. Well, uh, you like know, Deepol exists, John. If you're happy to culturally appropriate <laughs> something, you can do whatever you I like. I might not put black in it so <laughs> prominently no. when, I, when I rename myself that. Chief Thunderbird Gay Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I'm so, I'm sold. Great. Um, and I don't know if you clocked by some of those names, but actually we're doing a cult this time that is founded based in Islamic principles rather than Christian principles. Oh, of course, that's interesting. There yeah. are. Well, I, I was going to say a bold thing and go. There don't seem to be so many Islamic cults, but maybe we just don't. They're not in our awareness so much. Well, but would something like Al Qaeda be classed, classed as a cult? Oh, I guess it's a certainly a high control group with some extreme yeah. religious beliefs, as is yeah. um, Desh or yeah ISIS. Mm. Yeah, 
So anything, how interesting, yeah. Um, and uh, as a brief little note, um, I will talk about Islam and the Nation of Islam. If you're not familiar with the Nation of Islam, it's not in is it's not the same thing as being a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Um, it is another uh, black supremacist, anti-Semitic, anti-LGBT, and it's classified as a as a hate group. So yeah, you don't want to join them, listener. If I say it's an idea from the Nation of Islam, that is very different to it being an idea from Islam. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, he is born 1935, 1945. Who knows? One of those times. Not, uh, not us. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that, we could say that for so many things. Um, so now we're in the late 60s and we're in New York City. Ooh. Hey, I'm walking here. Exactly. Um, so as a sort of like political black drop. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> yeah, it. no, okay. Own it. The political yeah. black drop was... Yeah. Uh, was the formation of of the Black Panthers? Oh, okay. And then also going on at the same time, you've got the Cointel Pro thing. Yeah. So I have just, in fact, if I reach out to my left because we're recording yeah. in a different room in my house than usual, listeners, I can by reaching merely how weird is this eight inches yeah. to my left. Yeah, that was definitely a man's hand. measurement of eight inches, by the way, listeners. <laughs> Last week, I watched Ooh. this amazing film, Judas Great. and the Black Messiah, which is about the assassination of Fred Hampton. Wow. Cool. Um, and the guy who was basically paid by the FBI to infiltrate and yeah. spy on him and and betray him. Um, if you haven't seen that film, listeners, it's extraordinary. It's great. Um, British actor turned American regular star of films, Daniel uh, Kluge is in it, and he's yeah. incredible. Sweet. Nice. But I didn't, I sort of vaguely knew about the Black Panthers, and I vaguely knew about the FBI treating them shittily. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, what yeah. an incredible story and what an incredible history that is sort of so I did, suppressed. I did put this a bit later in my notes, but I'm just, I'll just explain it now because I've mentioned it, but the COINTELPRO, or it's a counterintelligence program, was a, a counterintelligence program in the United States that ran from the late 50s to the mid 70s, um, which was a... a program run by the the fbi and the cia that was there to target and disrupt american political organizations including black power movements the nation of islam and then indigenous and other independence groups like puerto rico and uh, like feminist groups and they were there to sort of undermine these and and to try and collapse these groups a lot of shady shit even on their own terms of defending their own governments and real shady stuff Uh, I can recommend last podcast on the left did a really good series about COINTELPRO and, oh, and did what they? that okay. did. Cool. Yeah, I can imagine. So uh, York's early life, uh, he claims he moved to Egypt at the age of, I say he claims because all of this is a bit mm, taking his word for oh, it. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, he claims he moved to Egypt at the age of seven to study Islam and returned to the USA at the age of 12, uh, where he continued to be a practicing Muslim and learn more about the, the religion that he was, he was born yeah, yeah. into. Um and so in uh, 1967, he was working as a street peddler in New York. And what he was selling was uh, pamphlets that he'd written about his own doctrine, his own version. So straight up, he's gone into, okay, this is what wow. Islam says, but this is what I this think. This is what I think. Is that, uh, yeah, is that so much peddling or is that just pro- pro- propaganda propagandering? Well, he was also selling things like, like incense and other kind of spiritually vague oh, okay items. that's fun to think of that as like a street 
Street yeah. selling, street selling religion. That's a, instead of a food yeah. cart. I, I mean, that's what the Jehovah's Witness do, though, right? I guess that's true. They sell religion on the street. Yeah, we yeah. still Jehovah's Witness episode fans. Um, Sam and I do still intend to interact a little bit with uh, with our local JWs. That is coming up in future, but they've been absent for a long time after COVID. But they're, they're they back. are back with their little wheelie trolleys now. Yeah. Um, I was going to go and see them the other day, and then I got nervous. Oh, didn't. Well, I think we should do it. We'll do it together. Yeah. We'll get indoctrinated together, like um, we did with Scientology. But it'd yeah. be fun if everyone was doing that. There isn't enough crazy pamphlet handing out. No. Although that that man that plays um, Bible verses really loudly out of a speaker on his back and just yells about how Jesus is coming for you is back around again as well. Do you know who I saw yesterday? No, a couple of days ago as well. Little Scientologist um, guy? No, oh. I think he might be dead. Oh. The little big hat guy. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen him for a long time. Mm. I think he might have gone, gone to join L. Ron Hubbard. Um, oh. But the guy He's who has the... dropped his body. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the guy who... Um, uh, paints and writes stuff has his little board oh, for yeah. Christian stuff yeah. I haven't seen him around for years oh. he was back being loud and obnoxious with his um, clever drawings that prove prove Jesus great um, yeah there's a lot more street maybe that's an episode of itself Sam on a Saturday let's go around and uh, just encounter some yeah slightly extreme street preachers that sounds fun Let's do it. Um, so maybe while eating a falafel. Oh yeah, sold. Sorry, I'm yeah. just thinking about street food now, not just street pamphlets. <laughs> what else can you buy on the street? Uh, <laughs> anyway, so um, I honestly I tried my hardest to find out more information about York's early life, but it's all a little. This bit is going to be a little vague. I'll get more specific, but at some point he married. He started having. They started having a couple of kids. Um, he moved into his the apartment that his wife uh, owned mm-hmm. um, and then capitalised on the, the sort of politics that were going on. Again, the rise of the black power movement, the, the anti-black power movement yeah, and yeah. the racism that was still super prem- prominent in, in, the, in the country. I was going to say at the time, but generally. Yeah, 20, 20 or so. Yeah. Uh, and he was encouraging people to to follow him and to come and join him and listen to him speak about about this um and here is where he started his little hobby of founding various little religious groups and changing his name to reflect what the group were okay yeah i love that that's such a good uh yeah that's such a good time yeah uh so the first group he started was named the pan-african nubians cool that was in uh in new york he changed his name to imam isa um, and then he changed the group to the Ansaru Allah community, where he preached a combination of Islam and then uh, something called the, the Moorish Science Temple of America and Freemasonry. So the Moorish Science Temple of America were a, a black religious group okay. that then he combined with the, the the ideas that he liked from Islam and then bits and bobs and of, he bolted on some Freemasonry. just tacked on some uh, you know your theology is maybe unnecessarily complicated when the little bolt on at the end is <laughs> fucking Freemasonry <laughs> <laughs> um, and his followers at the time would wear uh, black and green dashikis so they were obvious to oh, see sweet. who they were when they were when they were walking around uh, 1969 he he'd renamed himself and the group again. Uh, so the group 
became known as the just the Nubians. He dropped the Pan-African part Smart. of it. He got, he's got a proper marketer in at this point. Sure. Uh, who He also changed his name. He added an Abdullah on the end. So he's Imam Isa Abdullah. Okay. And then they, by, by 1970, uh, they'd changed the name of the group to the Nubian Hebrew Mission. And then the Nubian, well, Nubian Islamic Hebrews. So that's one, two, three. That's four group names so far in, wow. in three years. Wow. It's really hard for anyone to join you and follow you if you're uh, cutting it around quite so much, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's kind of a theme of it. It's Why it's, can't it be more like the Sugar Babes and everything else changes but the name? But Mutya. <laughs> <laughs> I think of him very much as the Mutya of this extreme religious sure. movement. Yeah. Um, in 1970, uh, York travels to Sudan, where he meets members of a political movement, which is called Ansar. He then started claiming that he was actually from Sudan, despite his birth certificate saying Boston. Uh, and he suggested to the leader of the group, Sadiq al-Mahdi, that they become the American wing of this political movement in, in oh, Sudan. Wow, okay. So then they changed their name to the Ansaru Allah community in the West. That's the full name. Goodness me. Think how much stationery you'd buy and then have to throw out so quickly because you've changed your name again. Yeah, or maybe they just tip X. Does tip X exist in the 1960s? Surely. Probably. Almost certainly. Um, Don't so do they us. actually have connections with this Sudanese yeah. group? Or do they yeah. just like, they've got some kind of well, he, relationship? Well, he, he went and, and spoke to them. Okay. And liked what they were offering. Um. So in the meantime, I skipped over just a little bit of, okay. about a bit more about him and who he is. Uh, in 1964, uh, when he was either 19 or 29 years old, depending <laughs> on which birth certificate you believe. I'll just wait for you to stop laughing because he was uh, arrested for the uh, statutory rape of a 13 year old girl. Oh, fuck. Uh, he was given a suspended sentence, but he broke that probation when he was arrested for possession of a deadly weapon, assault and for resisting arrest. And he served three years in prison. So that took him up to 1967, where he started selling his religion on the streets of New York. Wow. OK. So for this whole time, anyone that's been following him is following a yeah. rapist. Jeez. No, no G's. No G's. Definitely not G's. Yeah. Yeah. We've got the emergence of just a couple of themes here. So we've got the abuse of children, but then we've also... Why is that so commonly a theme on our podcast? <laughs> uh, because we make podcasts about very bad people. Yeah, I guess so. And something Oof. that very bad people have in common is they do very bad things. Yeah, I guess so. It's just so often the... Yeah, it's so often a profile for these cult leaders, isn't it? More yeah. so than like, I don't know, Murder serial killers or, or other things. Yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. And you've also kind of got the theme of uh, loads of confusing things changing all of the time and not really being able to follow what group you're in or actually what you're talking about, where your beliefs come from or who you're inspired by this time. Yeah, that's true. So that that is going to continue. Okay. So in 1972, he's gathered quite a following now. Um, so we've probably got around 500 members. Oh, wow. I was going to ask you how, how many people were sticking through yeah. all these changes. That's a lot. Like a lot. Because also bear in mind, you've got the, the us versus them. You've got someone who's 
who's a proud black Muslim. Oh, yeah, I guess there's lots. And of you've got kind of a reason to follow him because he is desire. proudly black. Yeah. He is. He believes in the, the you know the the supremacy of wow. of black people. So is this still in New York? We are still in New York. Okay. As members join. They're encouraged to sell their property. They're encouraged to come and, and live in, in near them. They have bought um, up to 20 properties in the Bushwick area of Brooklyn. Again, how many buildings in New York have been owned by cults? I feel like this is a regular theme in our episodes as well. Depending on how well our Patreon does. Let's do a tour. Yeah, we could do. That's a very yeah. good idea. If you'd like to support us on Patreon, please yeah. do. Because um, <laughs> yeah. you sort of imagine... I can't... Um, was it the Sullivan Institute? Yeah, and the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, who had that, took over that old theatre. That was in New yeah. York, wasn't it? So I propose a sitcom, any TV producers listening, where two different cults move into neighbouring buildings in New York in the 70s <laughs> and don't get on. Great. Uh, I would watch it. Um, so they uh, rented and ran storefronts where they sold books, and these would be... Uh, um, books that he had written um, as well as they sold um, gifts so the same like incense and other spiritual adjacent items cool. they would also sell clothes and they ran a small supermarket as well and oh, this wow, is all just okay. to keep keep the group going yeah exactly wow. um from this other chapters started to open up in other cities as well so uh there was oh i think some in um maryland um but there were also uh chapters in trinidad in toronto and in london um and it's thought that they had up to about three thousand followers at its peak holy moly that's incredible and we've never heard of this yeah i guess three thousand out of six billion or however people live on the world is not not that much but still it's a lot of people that is right a substantial it's probably as much as movement, scientology right? i've got right now because they're tiny tiny apparently rinder was on is obviously doing lots of interviews about his i think he said he reckons it's now about twenty thousand max wow yeah um, that's tiny which is yeah and Good. ever ever shrinking yeah yeah uh so people in in the group are obviously they run these businesses um so they have got um tasks that they're assigned to to, to help support the group some of the men are assigned to security detail which involves them standing outside these bushwick properties just on the street just carrying big sticks and looking menacing <laughs> just to, 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 oh it's so easy to get guns in america come on boys up put down your sticks yeah pick, well pick up a gun no don't do let's that. wait let's wait i think americans have enough guns true come fight me americans don't really come fight me guns are illegal in this country why do you look at me like that I'm just enjoying your provocation of violence. Provocation of people who actually own guns. They're bad. Uh, so, I've got a little bit of uh, their... John is really cringing at me. Why are I'm you not, I'm laughing. I'm enjoying okay. it. That was a, that was a uh, laugh. Uh, so, bear with me for this, because the belief system is uh, very confusing. Okay. Hang on, I'm going to have a sip of gin. We'll both have a sip of gin to help our brains take on the truth sure. which i assume this will be i mean finally in mm, episode 49b <laughs> we will finally reach I'm just the truth reading it and you know okay know. Right. originally humans were all black and black people are genetically superior to other races mm -hmm. then he changed his mind about that 
and originally the Nuwabians were green because they were aliens. I'll get back to that. I'll come back. I'll, I'll come back. <laughs> I like that you're dropping that yeah. off as a minor detail of yeah. this. Fine. Um, and their skin rusted to black. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by being on Earth and the Earth's atmosphere changed uh, Nuwabians skin from green to black. Uh, Seems legit. Uh, white people they call devils. Don't necessarily disagree. Uh, which <laughs> fair, totally yeah. Fair. Uh, which which is drawn from a belief of the nation of Islam, um, but then York goes further and says that the lighter skin is the result of the original humans developing leprosy and then mating with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's gone off the rails really, really. Uh, yeah, quickly, hasn't it? I mean, obviously, yeah. we've all at some point been. Tempted by leper bestiality. But... Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> um, what a weird combination of yeah ideas. We say okay, that's their <laughs> belief. Um, so in the in the earlier days, the children that were in the group uh, would go to schools run by the group, which would be obviously a lot of homeschooling, where they would learn the specific a lot about bestiality and leprosy yes great where they had the you know they were learning the the doctrine that he was writing the the bestiality leprosy um the women were working administratively for the cult and then the men were responsible for going out and gaining new members and drawing other 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 black people in to to join the group uh i've got a quote here from a, a person called rohan who was a former member of the group um York was teaching an Afrocentric approach to creation, opposed to what I was used to seeing. White Jesus, apostles, Moses. When you see a leader in your community portraying spiritual figures as black, that speaks to you. Makes complete sense. Yeah, yeah, you can see why people would be drawn in. Yeah. Um, The group published... Maybe less so when he says they're green. Well, yeah, but... Oh, I'm picturing green Jesus now. I yeah immediately just picked like a like a big highlighter green yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um, the group published dozens of books like prolifically loads and loads and loads of stuff um, and most of these books are kind of co opted from uh, new age sort of literature as okay. well as bits drawn from the Quran so wow. UFO theories the significance of of Egypt and the pyramids Atlantis. The, and then retelling of, of stories, as I said, from the Quran and from the Bible in their lens. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, but there is so much literature that, like, looking up and reading about this group, basically every thing that I read was like, yes, yeah, really hard to explain. No. It's really, it's almost impossible because there's yeah. pretty much nothing that they don't believe, but there's also nothing that they particularly stand up for yeah yeah it's not centered on anything it's interesting again we sort of have said there haven't been many um sort of islamic cults that we've looked at so far um yeah. but interesting to have that mix with like ufo theology i don't know why yeah that, that feels particularly weird to my yeah brain to have that kind of yeah new agey mixed with islam mixed with ufos yeah yeah, I, there are... at the same time that people are kicking off. Well, no, not quite yet, but people will be kicking off about you know Salman Rushdie mm. making vague, uh, fictionalized associations to think to sort of 
yeah you would think to be chucking ufo yeah green dog fuck jesus into it would really be a, would be an outlier would be a big outlier did right? you just say green dog fuck jesus <laughs> i did which i, I realized isn't an accurate portrayal of the beliefs here it's, it's a good band good. name, though. Any hardcore bands want to take that? Hello, Plymouth. We are Green Dog Fuck Jesus. <laughs> Sounds good. Great. So um, upon joining, the congregants were asked to give up all of their possessions and donate the money to the group and then work for free. And they would get to live in these Bushwick properties and then work for the work for the group getting new members, being security guards, all that. As a renter in 2022, I can see the appeal of that deal. Yeah. They were they were given a quota, um, which was between twenty five dollars and a hundred dollars, and if they didn't hit that quota, which was either by selling the pamphlets and the various other bits of literature, or by just literally begging on the streets, um, they would be beaten or they'd be disciplined in in other ways, kept apart from each other, from all that sort of stuff. Male and female members were kept separate, even spouses who joined together, oh, um, wow, okay. and if they wanted to have sex with each other, uh, they had to ask permission from York and then they had a special room that they were allowed to go to in one of the properties. Like, oh, hey, it's uh, it's Steve and Marjorie's turn in the sex room tonight. And then they would go. Um, as the group goes on later on, spouses are still kept separate, but they have a sort of like rota when they oh, when they were allowed to God. go. Um, any producers listening, uh, I'm going to pitch a rom-com oh, no. <laughs> about a relationship rota for the special sex room. If you're interested, I can I can produce a treatment at very short notice. Yeah, great. Uh, so uh, just keep this. Let's pop a little pin in that sort of sexual control sort of thing. Don't put don't put a pin in the sex room, Sam. That could be really oh, that could no. cause somebody an injury. Someone might want a pin in the sex room. That's true. But there's yeah. no kink shaming here on Coffee and Cults. So in 1983, using the money that he'd taken from, from the followers, um, York purchased a property in the Catskills Mountains and called it Camp Jazir. Um, and he spent about $5 million. This is how much it's going to. Wow. Yeah. Um, in building a, like, a, a big mansion on this property. God, so he's really accelerated really quickly, right? Yeah, man. Like, we're talking kind of 13 years from the beginning. It's big. Nuts. And then this this would be where the women and the girls in the group were brought. And then oh, they, no. were, they were allowed to live in trailers on the grounds of the mansion. Okay. Sometimes they would be brought into the mansion. In, by 1985, he was capable of performing miracles, of course. So he would do the classic things of like uh, materializing um, sacred ash, not oh, your dog, wow, okay. yeah. <laughs> Mater- but materializing things. Ooh, yeah, like porting stuff. Yeah. And then again, <clears throat> this was another thing that made people would. would yeah, yeah, you can see why. Wow. So 1988 was when he was uh, convicted of obtaining a passport with a false birth certificate. So that's why there's this strangeness about his uh, age. The group have shown his birth certificate, but whether that's the actual one or whether it's the wrong one. Nobody knows. Interesting. Yeah. In 1990, uh, one of York's sons from his first wife 
um his son named jacob left the group he was like nah fuck this this is all too weird i don't mm-hmm. like my dad taking women and girls away to his special place in the catskills and then in 1993 york bought a 476 acre property in putnam county georgia uh, just outside of eatonton yeah. Thank you for giving me such specifics. You, you looked at welcome. me as if I would be familiar with it. Yeah, you know. yeah, heard of it. Been yeah, there. Sure. There's a really nice. Um, there's a really nice like um, cafe diner on the corner there. Well, all I think of is the 25th annual Putnam County oh, Spelling yeah, Bee. Yeah. Uh, so when he moves there is when he claims to be Chief Black Thunderbird Eagle. Love or it. Chief Thunderbird Blackie. I can't. I think. I don't love it. Anymore. It's cultural appropriation, but I enjoy the ridiculousness of it. It's nice. It's a nice name, mm. but it's also cultural appropriation for this man, yeah, who is born in either either New York or Sudan or Ghana, um, and he claims to be the uh, the chief of a lost Native American tribe that fought against the early European civilization of. The... He just wants to claim it all, doesn't he? Like yeah. Freemasonry, I'll have that. Yeah. New Age, I'll have that. Yeah. Islam, I'll have that. Bit of that. Yeah. First Nation stuff, yeah, I'll have that yeah. too. Yeah. Ufology, this is all, this is all yeah, for please. me. Yeah. Um, and he exp- he explains this to his followers by some kind of cod science about continental drift and how he must have been there before the continents split, and that's how he is also from Sudan and from an indigenous person from the united states of america and i'm imagining now you know like those cartoons where someone has a foot on either side of something and they're yeah. parting i'm imagining that now like the jean-claude Pangea van damme splits, splits. Yeah. yeah yeah um and then the group's name kind of evolves a little bit more uh he becomes the leader of the united Nuwabian nation of moors and then he kind of drops this pretense of being a muslim um, and the the philosophy moves towards Egyptology and UFOs, and so uh, he names this property Tamare, which is an from okay. an, an Egyptian thing, uh, which they also called. We love a list of names. Yeah, Kodesh. It's also called Wahani to link back to the the First Nations oh, okay, vibe. Yeah. It's called the Golden City, and it's also called. Al Tamaha. Okay. I'm scared of all the liquids. Would you mind just popping around here and then you can have a look at the compound? I got a picture. Yeah. Something else spooky. A fear of liquids. Ooh. I don't want to break my laptop because I couldn't afford to fix it. Ooh, spooky. So here we go. There's a fucking black pyramid surrounded by a glowing yellow ring, Sam. Yeah, there is. And a little sphinx. Yeah. So that's super cute. I want a little sphinx on my compound. We've got another pyramid here. Is this a photo? Yeah. Wow. Does this still exist? I'll get to that. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, having said There's that... There's two pyramids. Yeah. And several lovely gazebos, listeners. Ooh. And a stage, by the look of it. Yeah. And tents and... Little catwalk. And another mini pyramid there. Yeah. Wow. This sort of looks like either something in a weird version of um, like Roller Coaster Tycoon <laughs> or um, like a, sort of a, a rip-off of the Crystal Maze. This looks like it should be the map for some kind of game yeah. show. This is the Aztec room. Yeah. Yeah. Which is better than the sex room. Yeah. There might be some pins here, though, John. Uh, 
so he had his followers build all this. Uh, they built this compound and then they traded in those sticks that they used to protect Bushwick and they got a guns. Obviously. Cool. Um, so we've got two 40-foot pyramids. We've got a sphinx. There are some obelisks. Uh, there are also 30-foot-high golden anks. Um, and then there are statues of Egyptian deities that like animal heads. Oh, wow. Really leaning into the Egypt stuff then now. Cool. Oh, fully. Um, and you, where I pointed out the catwalk, those little dots along it are those Egyptian gods. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Oh, it's basically turned into Stargate. There's a lot of twists and turns in this. Uh... We're going to keep twisting and we're going <laughs> to keep turning. Ooh, we love twisting and turning, listeners. So, uh, oh yeah, I did say that like a Janna, didn't I? Twisting and turning. Um, so they're they're built from like chicken wire and particle board and artificial okay. stucco, and they're they're crappy, but they they built them. Um, and uh, there was an article that I read that was like, and strangest of all, um, there's a billboard that says John three sixteen, as in the the Bible quote. And this Bible quote is the one that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, and that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. It's the one that they hold up at sports events in the States, right, a lot. Like the guy with the big colourful wig used to do that famously. Oh, I, I don't think I have ever watched a sports event. <laughs> An American <laughs> end sports of, event. End of sentence. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, That's quite impressive at your age to have never witnessed a sport event. Uh I, I have been in the room when there's been football. Whether I've watched it or not <laughs> is different. Um, so, but I've kind of, I've been a bit vague here. I know I've been a bit vague. They had like 20 apartment buildings in New York. Why would you leave that? Even if it did mean... That Sam, you... why, why would you leave? Even if you get to build a paper mache pyramid? That's a great question. So, um... The FBI had started investigating this group. Oh, no. Um, and they'd started um, investigating in relation to some um, bank robberies that were happening nearby and then other organised crime activities. And this is part of this COINTELPRO, but it is also part of some dodgy shit that was happening. Yeah. Uh, there is a still unsolved murder of a man named Horace Green, who was a resident of that neighbourhood in, in Bushwick, who was making big waves about not liking this group coming Ooh, and taking okay. over their, their community. Um, but he told his, York told his followers that they were moving to Georgia to uh, meet their spiritual parents and that, he'd given them so many different reasons for all these decisions that the followers are in this sort of like fog and they're mm. just believing in this charismatic, charming oh. man. So more than a hundred people lived on that compound with him. Uh, the little colorful gazebos that you saw were um, like mobile homes that they oh, decorated okay. to be though that lovely, yeah. um, uh, if you don't have Instagram, you won't see it, but the lovely sort of pastel colour scheme that they had going know. on. Um, and then a few hundred more, a couple of hundred more of the followers lived in just properties nearby in in and around Putnam County. Yeah, in sight of the pyramid. Yeah. The group had a, a symbol that they use. You can see it on their on their website. Uh -huh. um, that was an, an ankh in the middle of a six-pointed star of Judaism with an Islamic crescent. I'd say I'm no designer, but I'd say that's quite a busy logo. <laughs> yeah, and 
You can see him sitting down with like an ad exec being like, yeah, but what's your message? <laughs> um, and I think it is confusion. <laughs> uh, in capital letters in my notes here, I've written a side note. Uh, during the 1980s, he'd also launched a record label. <laughs> oh my goodness, Sam. Is this yeah. going to be another Sounds of the 60s episode? Oh, 100%. Uh, which was called Passion Productions. And he recorded some songs as the solo artist Dr. York. Uh, released... Dr. York? Because his, his surname is he's Dwight, yeah. Dwight York, but he goes Doctor, which is where Dr. Malachi Z. York yeah, comes yeah. from later on. Uh, he released a single called Only a Dream. And then he would release other work by Nuwabian artists and and some some others. This is feeling kind of similar to um, Carbon Nation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sam, similar. It's kind of interesting. It feels like there's a there are so many elements of this that just feel very yeah. very close to Nature Boy. And I I don't know if I've put this in the notes, but I'll I'll drop it in now. Um, at some point, Wesley Snipes had some connection to this group. Uh, Blade, but Blade had. But so he oh, something I can't remember properly. But he denies being a follower of the group. Okay, um, but he was somehow associated. But there was some sort of yeah, there was some sort of association there. Interesting. Wow. He's never in things anymore. What's happened to Wesley Snip, Snipes? Snip, Snip, Wesley Snips. That's a different. That's my Wesley. That's my wildly inappropriate Wesley Snipes tribute act. I do. <laughs> Oh, would not Nobody, pay Nobody's to watch. watching yeah. White Blade. <laughs> isn't that like uh, Twilight? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's Buffy, basically. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't, I've never seen Blade, sorry. Uh, Are oh, you not? No. It's all right. Is it, if, do you like vampires? A... See, we've, we've managed to make it about vampires one way or the other. There we go. Yeah. Um, there is your vampire reference for this episode, listeners. Um, if you like vampires, it's um, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, sure. So, um, oh, this, okay. So listeners, we've got some very fun stuff and then I'm going to go into the very shit stuff. This okay. very fun stuff, I promise we're really going to enjoy. This is right up our street. The title for this chapter of my notes is Alien Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Bring him on. So we go a bit heaven's gatey here. Okay. The Comet Bennett was visible on March 16th, 1970. Comets have a lot to answer for, don't they? Yeah. This is, <clears throat> this is my message to the comet community. You might be very pretty, but fuck me, you cause us a lot of difficulty. If you could just twinkle somewhere else, we I think we'd all appreciate it. Th- thank you. So the Comet Bennett was actually York's spacecraft. And the version of him that was born in 1935 or 1945 was replaced with this version of York who travelled on a passenger ship called Sham from the mothership. <laughs> Fucking Sham is right. <laughs> right? From the mothership, which was called either uh, Makaba or Nibiru. Okay. Depending on kind of who he was talking to about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. So the mothership was going to, the Comet Bennett being the mothership, was going to launch a crystal city into our solar system <laughs> from its place in the, <laughs> the constellation Orion. Okay. This would start a 40-year process, which would... Wait, the... F- the this would... St- oh, no, it's really hard. I'm not going to edit Imagine this out. Imagine being a follower of this and trying to hold it all in your head. Yeah, 
I've got this written down in the English language, which is my first language and only language, and I still am struggling. <laughs> um, so the, there would this would inspire the start of a 40-year process, which would take the 144,000... Oh, there they are. There if you've are. got your Coffee and Cults bingo card, tick that one Drink. off, listeners. So that would begin in 2003 and end in 2043. And those lucky few would be groomed for a thousand years and then returned to Earth for the final... Gro- groomed? Yeah, by uh, God and Jeebus and the ufos maya the hundred and forty four thousand. they do they're special right okay but obviously these would all be new Wabians, so these would all be black people i see okay whereas jehovah's witnesses don't have that sort of stipulation right yeah yeah okay I see. um and so then they would be returned for the final battle against the luciferians so white people would be left on earth and the hundred and forty four thousand would come and fight the the white people and then they would redeem man from the six thousand year rulership of the devil the white people mm-hmm. and his seed are you with me always got to bring seed into it somewhere as well don't they speak of the goo heads is no, that, no, oh, is that no. why we've got the goo heads if you don't understand the goo heads reference if i've edited it out join the patreon you'll get to find out about the <laughs> yeah, goo heads it's really it'll be really worth whatever financial <laughs> contribution you make to slightly understand that uh, I've got some other fun things here. Uh, he likes to to play with language a bit like Carbonation okay. did, does. So, oh, you're going to love this so much. I'm okay. really excited to say this to you. <laughs> the rapture yep. is a misnomer. What we actually mean... It's not, it's not going to be a... Oh, actually, I'm not going to spoil it with my lame joke. What we actually mean is the raptor... And raptors will come. No! <laughs> raptors will come and eat everyone. <laughs> I was going to ask if it was actually supposed to be a rap battle between Jesus and the earth. But no. the raptors is much, much better. Yeah. yeah, so we've been saying it wrong this whole time. It's actually... When did no. he say this and when did Jurassic Park come out? Was this 1994? It could well have been. It could well have been. Did we know much about raptors before the clever girl? I don't know. I don't know. Um, that puts a new light on all of those um, like oil painting memes of Jesus riding a velociraptor with a machine gun, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, that's amazing. Uh, the earth is hollow uh, and lots of species of people live underground, including, I can't remember. Sorry, listeners, I don't know why Sam has suddenly started just listing true facts not connected to this cult sure uh i can't remember what they they oh there's a they talk about like the flobolobians or something <laughs> that they say that where white people come from is okay. are these are this uh, like race of amorphous blobs that live under the earth as well as uh races like the anunnaki living inside okay. the earth we've spoken about, they're, spoken they're about the lizards them. right they're the lizards we've spoken about all these people before but basically list all those like uh, lizard people races that people yeah. uh, theorise to exist they live inside the earth which is hollow fair uh, York claims he actually comes from the planet Rizk R-I-Z-Q Rizk I didn't know how to say it so. Rizk Rizk well, I didn't want to say Risk like the board game yeah, yeah. Um, and aliens from the planet Rizk have been trading with the US government for years for things like the polio vaccine 
and hula hoops. The the toy or the Christmas? Unclear. <laughs> both, neither. <laughs> yeah. I mean, both are excellent human innovations. Yeah. I can see why an alien species would uh, would want them. Okay, so he was born there, and then he was on a comet, and then he was born in the Sudan slash New York, uh, Boston. Boston. Yeah, exactly. Slash New York slash slash ancient America pre Pangea. Yeah, okay. exactly. Um, no, what? No wonder he has fucking problems with his birth certificates. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, something else that this person who prolifically writes yep. things has done is um, created their own language called <gasps> Nuwabanic. Okay. Oh, wait, Nuwabic. Yeah, Nuwabic. I apologize. Um, so they write using a substitution cipher, which I'll show you in a second because this has got some more things on it. Okay. And he also teaches these revelatory etymologies of english words that we have misunderstood oh god it really is like carbon nation that's so i wonder yeah. what there must be some kind of connection there right so hey john if you were to hey, um hey if you were to define the word believe how might yeah. you do that be as be as broad as you want to um um i'm not expecting like oxford english uh, dictionary a, um, yeah. a set of uh uh ideas or principles yeah that you think are true without needing or requiring evidence yeah nice i like it what if you were to break that word up into three words mm-hmm. be lie eve to lie to eve's children believe no that li- would be no sorry sam that would be yeah. that would be a ridiculous way to understand sure. that word what? Uh, how about the word caucasian Spell, it's with an f huh it's not Eve, it's with an F. Believe. Oh, Be- believe. believe. Yeah. He's done it, he's spelt it right. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but to, so to lie to Eve, be- to believe is to lie to Eve's children. Uh, how about the word Caucasian? Um, it's when you put a piece of a specific tree into a person from a continent which is not Europe or the Americas or Africa. Uh, no, it's from carcass Asian, which means a de- de- degenerated Asian person. Oh, it's it's more even more borderline racist than the cack-handed way I was trying to do it. Yeah. Uh, how about the word dyslexia? It's when you diss, which means well, which means to like um, like slate or criticize or like uh, yeah, yeah insult. Okay, we can we can make um, that work. Lexia, uh, uh, Lex Luther. So it's Superman. It's, it's when, when you diss Lex, Lex Luther. You diss Lex Luther's ear. Hey. Dyslexia. Yeah, we're close. So <laughs> like a kid at a spe- spelling bee. Then uh, <laughs> can you dyslexia? use a bit of sentence? Can you say, what's the definition when you diss Lex Luther's ear? And we've connected back to Putnam County, the spelling bee. Hey. Hey. Uh, no, so it's from the Greek dis, which you got, which means hard or difficult or against. Okay. And the Latin lexia, you got this, which means law. So dyslexia is to go against the law. Yeah, take that, dyslexics. Yeah. I think you just need... Uh, your brain doesn't entirely uh, rationalise word language yeah. quickly. Actually, that's yeah. so bizarre. 
Uh, I think these things are these different new definitions of things, a bit like Hubbard's right and carbonation, are never helpful. No. But also assume that English is like the defining language of the universe for these secret meanings to be built into it. Yeah. It's just so And and for a bizarre. word to have two etymologies. So dyslexia used Greek and Latin. Which did Yeah. Uh we got three more of these. Define God for me. <laughs> just vaguely, just as as vaguely as you'd like. Uh a powerful Yeah. Um, uh, a powerful supernatural entity. Sure. In in Nuwabianism, it may, it's actually uh, three Hebrew letters that are separate. It's like G O D, like uh-huh. the notorious G O D. G O D. Great. Uh, the Good letters. Rap name. Any rappers out there? You can have that. Just give Sam ten percent. Yeah. Uh, so the Hebrew letters Gomar, Oz, and Dubar, which signify wisdom, strength, and beauty. Alternatively, it may come from reversing the letters of the word dog. <laughs> That's fully like part of this, the sort of etymology of this word. Because God is the reverse of dogs? Uh, or Hebrew does not have the equivalent of the letter O and then the names for the equivalent letters of G and D are Gimel and Dalet, which, when reversed, form the Hebrew word for fish. So it could also mean <laughs> fish. <laughs> Not, none of this is helpful. Uh, how about the word Jesus? It's a combination of the words Jar and Zeus, the Greek god. Um, it's no, that's it. That's I, their okay. meaning. Yeah, that's their meaning. <laughs> I was going to guess again. Sorry. And I got one more, uh, which a large portion of our listenership are going to enjoy. How about USA? Um, um, an essay written by not me. <laughs> wow, that was a very dad joke. I liked it very much. You're welcome. Uh, no, it's from the Egyptian word usa, which means I. <laughs> As in an eye that you see from. So the USA is the eye of something? Sauron. Yep. Uh, and also, uh, I can now show you the substitution cipher just so you can enjoy it. Am I safe to turn this laptop around? Or are you happy to yeah, these up? are empty. Oh no, I can't. It's plugged into too many things. I'll come around. A little bit of audio ambience of me walking around Ooh, the table. Ooh, ASMR, ASMR. Oh, is this guy the fucking Zodiac? That's incredible. Oh, shit. Let's let's try. Let's compare those. Uh... Surely someone would have made that connection by now if... Uh, Maybe. If so, wow. I mean, if it's just a straightforward cipher like that, again, it's nonsense, isn't it, really? Yeah. Which is your, uh, your favourite um, new letter? So. I really like K because it looks like a nice dancing lady. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, or a crucifix with an erection. I really <laughs> like. I quite like H. Yeah, H is nice, but it also looks like an accessible toilet. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's true. Yeah. Um, I quite like B. That's quite kind of loose form. Very good. Yeah. Uh, do listeners when you, we post this image somehow, um, do let us know which your your favourite symbol is. Yeah. So, the. 
people of, of Putnam County, Georgia, didn't really like this compound just appearing in their no. uh, place. Tale as old as time. Exactly. Um, the New Arbians moved in, sort of threw up this compound and then declared themselves a sovereign nation. So that were then uh, a, a completely uh, separate from, from the laws and the rules that governed that, that county. Uh, they built a nightclub. If you're an Egyptologist, John, what might you call a nightclub? Um, oh, I'm trying to think of some puns a, now. A kinda, my brain isn't quick enough. A kind of maybe gay sounding nightclub? They called it Club Ramses. <laughs> yes, that is quite gay. Ramses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I get it. Um, I, I was going for some kind of an, Anubis. Oh, yeah. A, a, a new, no, like no. Like Knob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and they built that in in a warehouse that was on this this four hundred acre property that they bought, um, and then but this contravened local liquor laws, um, so that gave the. But sort Sam, of, if you look at the word liquor, it me actually means to liquor, lick her. and that's the kind of thing that happens in a nightclub. So sure, it should yeah happen, uh, and then. <laughs> So this this caused an, like an actual reason for the county to go. Nah, you you can't be doing that. Um, and then they were further. They're like the community was f- not not this community. The wider community that weren't Uwabians mm-hmm. were further annoyed by how many anti-white leaflets the group would be mm-hmm. putting out. So the white people that lived nearby were upset that they were being uh, demonized by this. Quite literally. Of, oh, yeah, like absolutely, literally. But then they also continued to alienate the black population of Putnam County that weren't already members of the group by trying to take over the local NAACP chapter. Okay. okay. So they, yeah, tried to kind of force themselves into this this community that was was fine. Um, and Sam, if you think about the word alienate, <laughs> that actually means... Uh, means Aliens, like your green Jesus. But uh, it's an a, a lie yeah. to Nathan. Jimmy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a, a lie to Nate. Got it. Uh, thank you for that small round of applause. Um, as these county officials got uh, like annoyed, uh, the, the group started threatening them. So sheriff, uh, the sheriff, the local sheriff was sent anonymous death threats that were perceived to be yeah. from the group um but they also slashed tires they threw rocks through windows um an attorney was left with a gutted dog on his driveway fortunately i was saved some of the emotional impact of actually imagining that because i just imagined a dog that had been disappointed somehow in his life <laughs> oh no uh, well it definitely was not so tragic an image as the actual one that's yeah, horrible disgusting um so in in the compound itself, uh, we've got some more names for uh, for Dwight York. Oh God, good. The community would call him Baba, or Dad, or Pops. He would he would also um, uh, be called the Pharaoh. He lives in pyramids. You know, in pyramids. Uh, he was also called the Master Explainer, and the Savior. Wow. So a a group holiday that the these people had uh, was Saviour's Day, which was celebrated on June the twenty sixth. His oh, birthday. Oh, we missed it. Oh, I know. Should I change that and just lie and say October the thirty first? <laughs> uh, 
Um, and he didn't actually live in a pyramid. He lived in a lovely, big, beautiful house uh, on the property with his main wife, Kathy Johnson, who was 14 years his junior. <laughs> and then, main wife is a good title. I'm going to start yeah. referring to Matt as my main husband. <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, and then he had a number of other wives. In none of the stuff that I was reading could I find out how many wives he had. Oh, God, okay. Um, but if we think we've got a couple of hundred, a few hundred people around, I assume he a had a number. A number of wives, yeah. A yeah. number. Um, and a big surprise to everybody here listening to this podcast he was a staunch believer in polygamy for himself um so this cult was actually pretty lucrative so the the stuff that they sold in the bookstores that they had in various cities would sell well mm. they sold a lot of a lot of books a lot of literature and the followers were charged 25 dollars a year for kind of a passport for Tamaray for that this oh, compound okay. so if you wanted to go in and out you needed to have your passport to show the gun wielding people um and they would also charge another entrance fee for their saviors day parties so their big happy birthday um malachi's york parties mm. um the biggest one was in 1998 where they made five hundred thousand dollars in a day whoa that's insane yeah man it's a lot yeah okay hey everybody it's content warning time uh, here we go uh it's it's fairly short so we talked about way back half an hour ago when they were in brooklyn we talked about how the the spouses were kept separate yeah so we've got this thing of of strict sexual control so york would reserve casual sexual access for women and girls to himself mm. the children being groomed would be treated specially They'd be invited to his private residence. They would be allowed to watch cartoons and eat junk food. And they would be given small gifts, like a group of girls were given T-shirts. And then they they wear, normally they will wear kind of traditional Muslim clothing. Um, and they would be given T-shirts. They would wear you know, these special clothes that meant that they were one of his Aww. girls. Gross. Really gross. So these girls would be in the house we're all sitting on the couch together we're watching a cartoon uh one of the wives including kathy johnson would then come and show the children how to perform sex acts like oral sex they were told that having sex with york was a sudanese tradition which prepared them for marriage he would then hold the children down and rape them In the late 1990s, the FBI like, would turn back on to, to this group um, when they started receiving anonymous calls from these children uh, talking about the wow. sexual abuse. And the local law enforcement got involved when um, hospital staff in local hospitals started reporting all these underage girls who were giving birth in local hospitals, therefore creating more children for yep um bleak if you're skipping along by a few seconds uh we've got uh some more uh mentions but the the kind of more graphic side of it is is hopefully over um in 1998 
uh, after hearing about a lot of this from people who are still in the group and from from just talking to him, uh, York's estranged son Jacob came back and confronted his father. Wow. His father said, allegedly, I don't know why I'm saying that, whatever. Uh, his father said, I don't believe in any of this shit. If I had to dress up like a nun, if I had to be a Jew, I'd do it for this type of money. Uh, that $500,000 I mean, a sounds, year, right? That sounds entirely plausible. Especially for yeah. something that doesn't really have any like consistency to it at all, right? No. It's like whatever thing in whatever moment. By this point, he could be saying anything. Yeah. Any confusing mind fog mumbo jumbo. God. Um, in 2000, uh, Jacob, as well as several victims, some of whom had been able to leave the group and others who were still inside, started to come forward to the FBI with accounts of slavery, the, the working for free, starvation, the punishment for not meeting your quotas or doing what he said, and the sexual abuse. 2001, some members of the group ran for local office, including Oy. sheriff. They were all defeated. Thank God. Phew. And it's super recent that it was still active, though, as well. I hadn't quite yeah, clicked that in my brain when you said late. We are sort that. of still going. We've got Ooh, it's, okay. it's 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 not that much longer, but still a bit. Um, in uh, on the eighth of May two thousand and two. York and Kathy had left the compound to go grocery shopping in a in a store in Eatonton, Georgia. They were stopped by the FBI and they were arrested. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. I mean, you've got a comet spaceship. Surely they could drop you some food. Why would you have to go to the local? And by <laughs> There's food, something so you wonderfully mean mundane. Food. Yeah. Oh, I can't think of an etymology for food. F- fuck off. For ooh, <laughs> spooky <laughs> Halloween. Um, so York and Kathy had been had been removed. The police knew they had to go into Tamaray. They knew they had to go into this compound, mm. and they they feared a spoilers a Waco situation ooh. or a Heaven's Gate situation. Yeah. They feared what what this cult might do. Um. They went in, but no shots were fired. Uh, they did use tear gas, but that was as bad as it got. Okay. So no one died in this in this raid. Uh, they discovered stockpiled weapons. Oh, there is a horrible bit coming up in a second. They discovered 50 to 75 children, dozens of female followers. And, oh, this is so disgusting. In um, York's home, they discovered lots of tools of child sex abuse including a pink panther stuffed toy with a penis attached to it okay yep um more than 40 of york's victims came forward to talk about their abuse claims which fervent supporters still repute and one reason they refuse these charges is because they're filed under York's legal name, which is Dwight, but his followers call him Malachi. So they say, well, you filed them under this person. That's not his name. So they must actually Oh, be... what a real gotcha. Exactly. So actually, they say that the charges are filed for 
his first son, who's called Dwight. Oh, uh, okay. They're they're wow. fucking not. They're yeah. they're his charges, um, and then others allege that uh, Jacob was actually connected to Al Qaeda, who were jealous of York's influence on black Muslims, and so they fabricated these victims and these causes. Um, Kathy pled guilty to child molestation and procuring children for sex with York, and for instructing the children on sexual. Evil, evil, uh, evil. acts. Kathy served two years in prison and is currently on a sentence of 18 years probation. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. So she's around. Fucking what? Yep. Uh, in 2004, York was convicted on... 11 out of 13 counts involving racketeering and transporting minors across state lines for sexual purposes. Mm. The move from New York to Georgia got those charges in. And he also pled guilty to more than 100 counts of child molestation. Jesus Christ. As the prosecution were building their case, they had to cut down their list of counts, which were over 1,000 counts. (gasps) Uh, And these were cut down to... A couple of hundred counts because they literally thought the jury aren't gonna believe it they're gonna think this is a vendetta yeah, yeah. if we put this many counts up we need to cut down these counts Gee, to make this believable that is even though it was true insane york's youngest victim was four years old the good news is york is currently serving a 135 year sentence Fucking in pres- federal prison so fuck this yeah. guy uh, his predicted release date is uh, July the 12th, 2120. Yeah. So he's got 100 years to go. Fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Uh, in June 2005, so after just after his, um, his arrest and conviction, the property, the Tamaray in Putnam County, was seized by the government and sold under forfeiture for $1.1 million. The money went to the Putnam County Sheriff's Department, the FBI and the IRS. Okay. I think it's a real shame that it didn't go to those victims, yeah. but here we go. Yeah. Um, and then the land has since been sold to a developer who has built a hunting lodge. Facts. Okay. Hasn't kept the pyramids. No. I no. guess the whimsy of a nice Egypt-themed uh, space is slightly undercut yeah. by the... Molestation. Of... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not to put too fine a point on it, yeah. So, York is still alive he's in prison the fact that he's still alive means he can still talk to his followers so they still have a website that website is still up and running that website is fucking insane it's bizarre (laughs) it's all about like he york is innocent because of this time that this person looked at someone else look do these children look abused who do you trust Cointel Pro is proved to have happened. Do you think this is still real, or is this going to be a? Is this oh, a government Jesus, conspiracy? Okay. Is like wow. was it? Um, and they say that the victims are, and this is what they call them, disgruntled. Not in the past tense, disgruntled. R- commonly throughout the thing, maybe it's someone that's dyslexic. But oh yeah, maybe against the law. Disgr- I might start yeah. describing myself that way. Are you disgruntled, John? No, I'm disgruntled. Just disgruntled, yeah. Still uh, very currently. Much currently gruntled. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 
basically most of it lists the reasons that he shouldn't have been prosecuted invites people who who can prove his innocence to message them and talk to them so it's just this insane like uh i would show you but i can't be bothered uh, like a middle channel with pictures and little articles and God. then at the side are like newspaper columns of insanity i don't recommend it no so john that's it that is wow. the story of the new Arbians up to the present day yeah so recent I've got a couple so of of pictures if you wanna if you wanna see them. Can I do this? Yeah. Here we are. So we've got. Uh, okay. We've got a close up of the Sphinx and a pyramid. Oh, the Sphinx looks much naffer in this photo than it was in my imagination. Yeah. Right. Uh, this Although is th- that. Uh, fair, fair play, Sam. Yeah. That is a dope pyramid. Fuck yeah! Yeah. Uh, and then below we've got one of their sort of Saviour's Day activities, events. I just can't believe how big this is and I've never heard of it. I've never seen these photos before. No. It's, it's insane. Yeah. And then just here we've got the motherfucker himself. Uh, evil piece of shit, yeah. An evil piece of shit. Here we go. This is a picture of an evil piece of shit. And John, I hope that started your Halloween in a spooky In a very spooky way. way. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Sam. You're welcome. Wow, Sam, what a find. Yeah, right. And so many things that are, that are unusual, right? Like we haven't had very many Egyptology kind of themed Is groups. this the first one? Maybe. Maybe. Um, I think this is our first Islam UFO cult mashup. I think this is a lot of people's first Islam UFO UFO cult mashup. mashup. Um, yeah, what so right? many interesting and unique things about it. Yeah, and as I was reading it, and like when when I research, as I'm sure you do too, I try and come with up with as as coherent a storyline as is possible historically i can go oh in this year this happened but in terms of beliefs it was so hard to kind yeah, of grab together all the little strands of um i'll call it insanity all the little strands of insanity and just how that and, must have changed right year to year and how as a yeah follower do you keep going okay yeah this is still for me okay yeah there's raptors involved now yeah okay there's I forgot green about the jesus raptors. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay there's ufo yeah okay and there's yeah oh but yeah then, okay and now it's all egyptology yeah in the but the same as scientology and that some people will go okay zimu i guess so but at least that's like one big hit of yeah the stuff i guess but it's also lots kind of, of tiny yeah. hits uh Nuts. we mentioned him earlier i am currently reading mike rinder's book and cool. that is he does a really good job of talking about how you know a goes to b goes to c yeah, goes to d okay. um yeah I hope you enjoyed Goodness, it. I certainly did. Thank you, Sam. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for a spooky Ooh. Halloween special here um, on Coffee and Cults. Yeah. We will be back next time with yeah. the Branch Davidians part three, <laughs> the end of our series uh, on that group. So do tune in for that. And that will bring us ever closer, listener, to 50 episodes yeah. of Coffee and Cults. Um, we've got a few cool things planned to yeah. mark 50 episodes almost certainly some of which will happen uh, sure so yeah so there'll be a few 
uh, slightly different, slightly special episodes coming out um, after the end of the Branch Davidians. If you're on Patreon, uh, there'll be a few extra uh, bonus episodes on there for you as well. So oh, please for, do sure. look out for all of that stuff because uh, I can't believe we're going to have 50, 50 main episodes and yeah. in total like 60-something episodes, which, yeah. which is, you know, not as high as other podcasts that have been going this long, but feels like a feels like a thing. So. More homegrown, <laughs> yeah. And uh, for you listeners that have been with us for a few years or you listeners that like to go back, you remember the great audio quality of that Manson episode that we recorded in my car? Oh, yeah. Perhaps there will be some more car car recording going on. Mm, yeah, there's a little road trip in the works. So, uh, yeah, do look out for uh, all of that. Um, if you'd yeah. like to support us in making this podcast, uh, you can do that at patreon.com forward slash coffee and cults. Chip us a little regular amount of money, no matter how small, it really helps us. Uh, do this and and build this into the other stuff that we uh, do and host it and all of that kind of stuff Um, and there's some bonus material on there um, but also you just get our love and adoration we love you Uh, patrons uh, or if you'd just like to buy us a one-off coffee or in this case a one-off gin you can do that at ko-fi.com forward slash coffee and cults and give us a little one-off donation to help us uh, along the way as always you can contact us through all the usual channels at Coffee and Cults on social medias and coffeeandcults at gmail.com on the on on the emails. <laughs> I didn't mean to Ooh, sound elderly. Crank up your email machine yeah. and, and shoot us over an email down was, the tubes. I was being a modem. I hope oh. that was clear. We love you. We love you. Bye. Spooky bye. Spooky <laughs> love. We're going to talk to you. You are the initiate. You are the cause we've been. We found out that I was actually.